I'm going to ask a quick favour. If you're listening to this, please hit the subscribe button and the follow button. Like, share, rate, review the podcast. It helps more than you realise. So I'm going to drop the bomb early here. Um, and uh, so it's not, not something I've um, told everyone yet, but I had a uh, recent uh, diagnosis of ADHD. Well, a part, a form of ADHD called ADD, more the attention deficit disorder side rather than the, with the H, the hyperactivity, their mindset. So, uh, yeah, just little things in life made me realise, well, if you sort of set a goal for something and uh, you're open to opportunities, you don't know exactly how you're going to get there, or even if you're best uh, qualified to achieve that goal. Um, that positive mindset and um, visualisation um, uh, is, is, is so helpful. In terms of uh, environmental sustainability, social sustainability, because uh, yeah, without people feeling empowered to do things better for the environment, then it, yeah, it's all, all, all together. Um, that's really important to me, how that makes me feel. Um, it all talks of different emotions. There's yes, some, some anger there, there as well, of, uh, and, and also sadness with the, 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 so many uh, species um, that, that, that we've lost. Um, but the positive side of we are now uh, as uh, businesses, um, individuals, actually in a time in history where we are aware of, of what's happened, but we can do something uh, about it. And I think that's really, really exciting. When these people start talking to each other, incredible things um, can happen. You get that collaboration um, and just the, the, everything we're ultimately all, all connected uh, part of this uh, one system um, on, on planet earth so let's embrace it and make the most of it I believe every business owner has a story to tell through seeking true authentic insights about the entrepreneurial journey I provide a platform for our peers to share their stories and inspire those that listen this is the County Business Talk podcast powered by Picture Book Films Okay, welcome to another episode of the County Business Talks podcast. Um, my guest on the podcast this week has had a variety of marketing roles. He's worked on an airline, ran his own video production company for over six years with his brother. He left the business in 2020 to start a new career and is now Associate Director at EY Breakthrough Incentives. And has become a good friend of mine over the past few years. I'm delighted to welcome Ed Chint to the podcast. Ed, how are you doing, mate? I'm doing very well. Thank you, Sam. Um, really good to be here. And uh, hello, everyone listening. Um, yeah, I've been looking forward to this. Yeah, uh, absolutely. We've, been, we've talked about it a few times, haven't we, over the last sort of year or so, and say, oh, look, we'll have to get you on at some point. Oh, great, we've got it in the diary, and we're, we're here now in, in my happy place and uh, ready, to, ready to have a chat. Look, mate, as always, we're going to delve straight in, just sort of tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, your, your story, and uh, your, your, your journey. Well, how far back do you want to go? Because... Um, uh, my grandparents uh, from Brighton. It might even go back um, uh, beyond that. Um, so, um, always known uh, Brighton and uh, uh, Sussex uh, boy at heart. Yeah. Um, but um, folks moved down to London when I was born, and uh, I was born in Wandsworth in, okay. in London. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, there's my my life is 
um, not the most consistent <laughs> okay. in terms of career or all sorts of things. So I'm going to drop the bomb early here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so it's not not something I've um, told everyone yet. But I had a, a recent uh, diagnosis of ADHD. Well, a part a form of ADHD called ADD, more the attention deficit disorder side rather oh, okay. than the with the H, the hyperactivity. Yeah. And um, yeah, there's there's lots in my uh, story so far and, and career. There's lots of things started, <laughs> yeah. and not necessarily finished. Um, but there's been loads of really uh, yeah, interesting experiences, unusual experiences along the way. So it's definitely a case of uh, swings and roundabouts. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so yeah, school life um, that was uh, interesting uh, in in London. Um, uh, did uh, okay at school, but um, reports always Ed uh, should really try hard. He's not, uh, you know, um, delivering on his potential. Yeah. Um, he's always sort of looks like he's looking out the window, not not paying attention. Uh, um, and also, yeah, it was a bit of a tough time um, from like on the social uh, side of things because I think there's, there's some aspects of. The ADD, where sort of some social cues, uh, which uh, may be um, not as clear <laughs> uh, to me at the time, but you know, just uh, thought thought that was me and um, but, but get so on with it. This was a recent diagnosis. You said to you, like, as a child, that was not picked up at all. Or? That's right. I mean, I think when you think of ADHD, do you think of kind of um, kids with way too much energy maybe causing trouble yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a kind of yeah quite a narrow uh, sort of maybe sort of reductionist stereotype yeah, and sure. what's been a really interesting journey since the diagnosis the um, the nuance of it yeah. um, there's finding out okay that explains some things that which have happened in the past but there's also other aspects where you think cool this is like a superpower yeah, element yeah, so you yeah. can really uh, drill down uh, on those. So, yeah, th- this year it was a, having that diagnosis. It was didn't change anything because yeah. that is, is me. Uh, you know how I've always been, but really exciting in terms of that self awareness. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, sort of how to yeah concentrate on the good stuff yeah, uh, going yeah, forwards sure. and you know, working on on strengths. Um, was it a form of maybe when you got a form of like a relief almost in something that where you sort of looked at and went that all make sense now or th- definitely th- definitely it's like getting a bit of a monkey off the back mm-hmm. in terms of yeah you, know, you can blame yourself but I always thought like I'm just I'm not not working hard enough really? um, and so I think if I I probably could do anything I wanted if I just worked hard enough and there are definitely elements of that which are, which are true yeah. um, but it is handy to know um, you know a bit like a football team uh, who's different people have got different strengths and weaknesses yeah. uh, they play in different parts that on the field yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and then yeah, I'm going to be analogy central today but um, that it, it yeah, if you sort of know the rules of the game, it's, yeah. it's a lot easier to to play to play the game. Because yeah. I think, uh, and also the funny thing about ADHD possibly um, is actually rather than people being kind of wired, yeah. um, is they can kind of um, also sort of drift off and sort of look like they're sort of 
you know, sort of, uh, I'm trying to think of the expression, sort of, you know, floating um, daydreaming in space, daydreaming, yeah. That, yeah. that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, yeah, it didn't get, um, uh, didn't get picked up, but um, I think it didn't so much uh, back then. Yeah, 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 sure. Um, but it was, it's just really encouraging seeing, first of all, it was, uh, um, it's good to see in the press um, it being spoken about more. Yeah. Um, and there's an article about this chap who got diagnosed at, at 37. Yeah. Um, and just going through that article is like, yeah, tick that box, tick that box, tick that box. Wow. So I, so it's my sort of thought that perhaps there was, there was something worth uh, exploring there. Yeah. And um, very much not as an excuse for anything, but that self-awareness of, you know, how can I um, be a happier person, be a more productive person, yeah. and um, so that's really um, empowering. Yeah, that sort of that self-awareness yeah. Uh, aspect. Yeah, because we, we do. I think as we as we get older, I mean, in general, we like to think we become a little bit more self-aware. But it's interesting, as you say. So up until then, till you sort of read that article, you you didn't necessarily. You, you read that article and looked at it and was like, okay, that's me. That's yep, I'll fit into that category, and, and that's what made you then go and explore, explore more about. That's it, yeah. And um, uh, so, and also, it's really encouraging people like in, in the Brighton and Sussex business yeah. uh, community, um, people being really open about sort of the mental health uh, side of things and yeah. neurodiversity. Yeah. Um, don't think he might be mentioning because I think he'd said on, on a podcast, yeah, yeah. but uh, James Dempster, yeah, absolutely, um, yeah. about um, uh, his sort of self uh, discovery, yeah. and I think for him as well, it was, it, it's a really positive yeah. thing. Um, it's like how rather than oh, oh this will get me out of doing this, yeah. or, or like you know, what will <laughs> yeah. get me out of games at school, yeah. it's uh, like oh, great knowing this, um, I can do more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's, that's, that's an amazing thing because I think, like like, you, like you're saying, um, I think if people were, that's why it's great to obviously get you on and, and, and that we could have a chat about this because I think anything surrounding mental health, surrounding neurodiversity, whatever they creating spaces where people are a little bit more open and brave enough to share their their stories and how it's impacted them. And but from a positive point of view as well, it helps more people to be able to talk openly about that and and like you say almost see what you've got as a superpower <laughs> as opposed to a negative connotation which some people w would and i think historically maybe would have looked at it like that yeah ab absolutely and there, there is um the whole thing about you know trying to fit in and that does mask it uh, yeah. as well and sort of yeah going back to the thing at school i didn't automatically fit in so through um the schools that I went to and university, I think I sort of gradually learned yeah. <laughs> over time how to adapt, which, which is good um, in, in, in one sense. Um, but also, I think masking things, keeping things um, under the surface, that's uh, generally not uh, a good uh, idea. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's all coming out today. Um, what, so where, during uh, kind of... Uh, lockdown um, especially um, I was sort of at unusual levels of like anxiety which sort of led a bit to um, depression 
but nothing, not, you know, not, not serious uh, yeah. d- a depression, but enough sort of low mood to go, mm, something's not quite right here, a bit of a, a warning sign. Yeah. And uh, yeah, even sort of on the, I, I, I can only talk from my, my perspective, my experience, but um, even like, uh, like some panic attacks, Wow. Um, which is, well, not knowingly um, had before. So it's like, right, I've got to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. I didn't feel like I was necessarily naturally, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, naturally anxious or certainly not, an, I didn't think a naturally uh, de- uh, depressive, uh, depressed person. So you know, is there something, the, are these the symptoms of something else? So, um, So that's what kind of, Working that out led to uh, finding out more about uh, ADHD and then um, going through the sort of process of an official uh, diagnosis by yeah. uh, uh, psych, psych, I'd never get this right, psychiatrist <laughs> or psych, psychologist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's psychiatrist. Well, I'm interested to, to talk about, like you said about the sort of school life and in, in university and that sort of need to, to, to fit in. So, was that a struggle? School? Did you did you find that a bit of a struggle through through the school life? Or definitely. I mean, it's it's, it's sort of easier to talk about, but but at the time, it's like you know, what does what do people want to want to do? Generally, it's especially when you're kids is fit in, yeah. and sticking out is uh, not um, uh, ideal. Um, yeah. But what's really nice now, actually, the uh, younger generation. It, I don't know whether I'm imagining this, but. Um, people seem to be embracing individuality more. Yeah, there's still trends and things, but I th- you know, like um, people are sort of making a, a feature of, of what uh, makes them different, which I think is awesome. It's yeah. more texture um, because if everyone's the same, if we all average out to yeah. having to perform the same, then that'd be a pretty dull world, I think. And also, yeah, averages are uh, some weird human made-up thing because. Yeah, yeah. uh, I don't know if you could call this a joke, but a stat- statisticians joke about when Bill, yeah, Bill Gates walks into a bar. Yeah. On average, everyone in the bar is a billionaire. <laughs> yeah. <It's>, uh, <laughs> yeah. So it's complete nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. So it's nice to have that, that diversity. I think, yeah. yeah. In all, and that has so many, so many benefits: cultural, uh, financial yeah. uh, for businesses. So, um, yeah. So. That is another aspect of. I think I've always had reasonable empathy, but um, it's made me a much more empathetic person. Okay. I think. Make sure I pronounce that right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, and, and it's all just being aware of with everyone. Everyone's got stuff going, and the more you get to know anyone, that uh, uh, you realise that they've got their stuff. That, uh, going on through ex- you know, experiences in their life or um, you know, within, within themselves so um, yeah it's uh, it's been helpful I think getting to know other people better yeah. uh, and it, have well. you found since you've become a bit more open and spoken openly about uh, about it that you found other people that have approached you or spoke to you again a bit more honestly and openly as well Definitely, I don't tend to lead with it. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting since uh, I've become more um, aware of it myself. How uh, in conversations with people yeah. that um, they're talking about sort of a loved one or someone they they know, yeah. um, 
that they might be sort of you know going for a diagnosis or uh, so I find yeah that their opportunities have come up for example it's uh um really pleased to be supporting uh, Christina Pericates that uh, start up grind yeah, chapter sure. in Brighton and um Cause you recently uh, a judge for the pitch battles or something was it that's I mean, right you said, yeah, yeah. How, how is that uh, I was terrified <laughs> about, about doing it but it went really really well again because I think um Brighton especially I'm not saying it's just in Brighton mm. or, or in Sussex but um I think people of Brighton uh, especially tend to look for the positive yeah. uh, and um so I think uh yeah I, f- I felt um in a, in a quite a really nice space Thanks, doing yeah. it Christine is brilliant at yeah, hosting and uh, one of the uh, people were pitching were pitching for um, an app uh, related to neurodivergency. So wow. again, I wasn't planning on saying anything about it, but I said, "No, this is a particular interest because I've recently had yeah. uh, uh, this uh, diagnosis." I think the app was called Uncommon. I, I might need to check on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was all about yeah, um, bring out focusing on the strengths of neurodivergent people and uh, yeah, forgive me I'm common if I'm, I'm getting this wrong <laughs> um, but uh, and also sort of helping uh, neurodivergent people more to take part and yeah. you know for other people to sort of get the best out of them get the best out of themselves so that that, that was a, an opportune moment just to just to mention it yeah. uh, and it's nice because then you've got that sort of because um, this lady had ADHD herself and you had yeah. that sort of um, connection and it helps them sort of feel more comfortable yeah. talking about it um but then uh, someone came up to me um who's in the audience afterwards and said i oh, was really interesting and uh, two people uh did yeah. actually but um and for me that helped as, yeah. as, as well there's uh, uh a, a mutual um friend of uh ours and what is uh just I think on a comment he put on on LinkedIn about uh, ADHD so I just checked with him it was actually at um, one of the county business clubs uh, networking uh, events there you go, um, there you go. Uh, <laughs> love that <laughs> we spaces yeah. we can, uh, give it a shout out we'll give it a shout out mate. always give well, it a plug what's <laughs> nice is, is yeah things like that. it's more than just talking about business it's yeah. a chance to get to know uh, people as well what makes them tick so yeah. was, that, was that sort of like a off the cuff uh, thing you're know, joking or, or you know, do you, and that's so helpful because he um, sort of helped talk me through the, the sort of implications strategies uh, around it so yeah. that's really good yeah like I say don't tend to lead with it and um, I don't uh, sort of uh, sort of um, use it as a sort of necessarily I, I know this is rich and all I've been talking about so far ah, is it but sort of I've I think um you know, to try and not to let it, you know, sort of define my identity. Yeah, yeah. I think it's definitely a part of it. It's part of who uh, I am. Um, and I think probably in time it'll change from being disorder uh, yeah. at the end to just uh, difference, yeah, I think, yeah. ideally. And I think difference is, uh, is, a, is a really positive thing. And, and it's great to see that generally being more embraced. I love that. And I think there's... I think you're right. Look, from Brighton, especially, I guess we sort of live. Maybe I, I talk talking about differences. For me, we live in a little bit of a bubble here. Obviously, I've spoke to you before about obviously 
I've got the twins and Luca's very gender neutral, so, but and we embrace that and it's amazing to be, but like you say, that's his difference and that's how he's different to everyone else, and which is amazing. You want to celebrate that as opposed to look at that, the negative connotations that come with that. And I think, yeah, yeah. as you sort of mentioned, like, we are all different because if we was all the same, it would be a boring place to be, yeah. wouldn't it? So it's great. To, but I think what's what's really powerful is that by you sharing stories and people actually being more open and honest about, you know, whether it be gender or, or neurodiversity, whatever, but creating spaces where we're able to talk about those things, then it normalises that. It makes everything... We're, we're all embracing the difference between all of us, and I think that's where the key is. And it'd be interesting, like I say, I think in Brighton and Sussex in general, I, I wonder whether we're in a little bit of a bubble here, and because it's, it's such an amazing space to be. But um, hopefully, that that is does spread a little bit further afield as well. I'm sure. Yeah, um, it's interesting on uh, Richard Freeman's uh, "Always Possible" uh, mm. um, on on his podcast. One of the questions he asked is along the lines of do does Bryson want to be like London or Cambridge and does it want to have uh, all these in- industries growing uh, out of it or like sort of physical industries mm. almost or, or is it best for Bryson to focus on its strengths and, it, and its happy place yeah. of being an awesome kind of like IP factory and just yeah. coming up with really great ideas almost like a uh, like a not a lab that doesn't sound right at all but somewhere for people to sort of an innovation push the hub. Like, yeah. like, like we are oh, in plus x now and innovation hubs is almost like brighton as a whole is a little bit like that like you say encouraging whether it be entrepreneurship or, or ideas innovation and, and certainly from you know we're coming up we're recording this what a couple of weeks before pride and stuff like that how much we embrace embrace like i say gender and and the LGBTQ plus community and you know we link that with neurodiversity and just being so open-minded I think is is such a magical place to be like I say bringing up Luca and, and Sienna in here is probably the best place in the world I could I could bring them up in in my, in my yeah. opinion because of people's open-mindedness I wonder going back to I'll go back to my school life in Essex and you know obviously that was a many many moons ago so it was a slightly different world then anyway but wonder how you know that was my first fear for for Luca and I think growing up in oh, you know would have been bullied and you know it's not not the case here which is this more embraced which is was amazing and I, just obviously touching then with that with the school up was was you bullied at all at school because of that or was there anything like that in within school or or not yeah, that word is still one of those which sort of, yeah, uh, uh, it's softened, like, you know, yeah. sort of the, the Im- impact of that word. Um, but, yeah, um, I'd, I'd say so. Um, but it was, yeah, that just, whenever, it's been a bit of a theme in life when people said, you can't do something or you shouldn't do something, mm. uh, or even in, if someone yeah, or there's a physical uh, limitation mm. and someone says well with that you're not going to be able to do X yeah. uh, um, it sort of pushed me on I think really? rather than um, I think would yeah there's, there's, you can always, you, what you've got control of is how you respond to things yeah. and I think I've got better at responding uh, yeah. to things um, and funny enough um, so skipping ahead a, 
a bit. There's things which happened uh, in the interim, but um, after I got my commercial pilot's license, yeah, yeah. which was something I've, I've always wanted to fly, but that's also maybe <laughs> a slightly, in a funny sort of way, impulsive uh, well, okay. thing to do as well. So after, I, so that was that was what the hardest thing I've ever done, but really? uh, got through it. And so thought, right, what can I do when I got back? So um, EasyJet recruiting for cabin crew. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, got, got cracking uh, with that. And probably some of the best life experiences I've had are the really? uh, cabin crew for EasyJet. There's a reason why they're really uh, nice and friendly uh, bunch yeah. and... Uh, Obviously, I can't compare to any, <laughs> <laughs> any other airlines, but um, customer service is really good because yeah. it's again empathy as well, yeah. so important um, yeah. in all uh, areas of, of life. But understanding that you know, people before they've got on the aircraft might have had a nightmare yeah. of a day, um, and you know, if they are tetchy uh, or or worse, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's to you know, take, take that sort of into account and. Rather than sort of, you know, reaction initially might have been, oh, I'm offended. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm taking this personally. Yeah, yeah. Um, is, is quite a nice challenge yeah. to actually like, okay, how can I de-escalate that? How can I actually dig a bit deeper and find out what this person wants or what is the problem? Yeah. And within whatever... Uh, in the grasp I can is to yeah hopefully make them leave the yeah, aircraft yeah. happier than they were when, when they got on it. Sounds cheesy, but it's ah. it's a really satisfying thing um, to do that as um, for personal perspective. But also, yeah, I think people talk more about a situation that's gone wrong, which has turned right, than they do about good experiences. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. And I think more more so in 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 business, in life in general, I think that we're faced with certain problems sometimes and, and immediately you can become offended by something someone says. Whereas it's such an actual skill, I think, to be able to take yourself out of that, not not be offended by it, but actually, like you said, ask that question about what, what's happened to that person that day for the, to make them react in, in that way to me or call me call me that whatever they've called me or kick off it as they have there's something and how can I diffuse that situation and m make their life a bit better because absolutely what, an, what a brilliant skill to have and what a magical because you know it's so easy isn't it if someone was to say something that was offensive to you that you immediately react that's a, a I guess a natural human reaction isn't it to go yeah. straight to the what, what are you saying that for or, or you know be confrontational in some way but to diffuse that situation and take that step back, but that, I guess that's that level, a level of self-awareness that maybe comes with maturity or uh, you know or, 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 or whatever in, in in the past. I think it's uh, it's interesting to see see that. But you, so that's something that you had from the cabin. Because so how long was you there cabin crew for then? What? Um, all together, I think it's about four years yeah, okay. and a little bit of a sabbatical I did actually get a flying job for a bit wow. um, as a, a what's called a safety pilot yeah. um, so that was like sitting in the in the right hand seat the co-pilot uh, seat wow. and there to um, 
you know, take over if something happened to the to the captain. But yeah. basically, a lot of uh, paperwork right. <laughs> required and the helping at uh, each end. So that was fixed wing, so you know, like an aer- normal aeroplane rather yeah. than a helicopter. Um, and that was taking people from the Isle of Man over to uh, mainly Liverpool, so they could go to sort of a more specialist uh, treatment. Yeah. Um, and that, yeah, again, that was a, a hell of a eye opener. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, was uh, as well. But I'm glad that I had kind of like a a, a um, flying uh, job. Yeah. Um, but was that a dream of yours then from a young age that you wanted to do that? Or yeah, I love the sensation of flying. Like probably a lot of people dream yeah, yeah, yeah. of flying, um, especially uh, when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah. Th- th- just something about it. Um, not entirely sure of the reasons why. Probably maybe slightly different to some other people. Some really love the technical yeah. aspect of it, but it was actually the, the sensation of um, flying. Yeah. Um, so, but actually, there's a heck of a lot of uh, paperwork, details, systems, yeah, management, uh, being an airline pilot. And uh, yeah, hindsight. Uh, being 2020, it probably wasn't the best thing to go to go into. There's elements of where that um, hyper focus thing uh, came in, but um, yeah, that was yeah, that was uh, was a really challenging thing to do. But I'm so glad I did it. In an ideal world, it would have been been nice to have gone up the ladder uh, a little bit more uh, and so sort of yeah, maybe fly jets or things. But you know, saying that, I don't actually. It's easy to say, um, not now being captain of an A380 British Airways, yeah. uh, to say this. Um, but I think genuinely, knowing what I know now, probably wasn't quite the right uh, career yeah. choice um, for me. But an expensive, uh, that's a massive loan <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, to yeah, do yeah, it. Sure. An expensive uh, lesson. Um, but um, no, I, I don't, don't regret it. I've regretted things, I think, at, at the time. But looking back on things... Everything feels like it's been a bit like uh, different parts of an apprenticeship um, yeah. for what is uh, what is happening now at the ripe old age of forty three. <laughs> but that's I, lo- I love that as well, like, because ultimately we go through life, and I'm, I'm similar to you. We've tried loads of different things. Some things have worked. Some things haven't. I look back and go, oh, should I have done that? Should but they're all part of mold. What is what molds us to get to where we are now and become the people we are and give us the skill sets to go on and do what we do today isn't it that's what that's part of the whole journey isn't it of, of life business whatever that looks like it's that's all part of it isn't it and what like you say it's what makes us who we are today absolutely um yeah i think as long as we learn from things get uh pick things up from experiences um and uh, i think yeah sometimes it, it's other people that see that in you um yeah. rather than necessarily yourself being um you know aware of yeah. uh these skills that you pick up uh along the way um but because uh, it's great yeah. to look to, to that we're not sitting here at 43 and you're not looking back we're talking about your journey and you've not said i wish i'd done the commercial pilot so i wish i'd done got involved in flying i really had the ambition to do it but i, ne- I never got around to i never done that but we're not having that conversation because you're saying i did do that and you know, I didn't carry on doing it, and I've come out of it. But I've oh, got a great experience, and I've taken that experience from that. That's surely it's better. It's what hopefully the kids will get from me is that, you know, it's better to try stuff and 
then take a different path and then take another different path because all those experiences will be ex- great experiences. Definitely. And it's got rather a nice time with what I'm doing now. Of course, <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, with the, you know, uh, helping people get their tax their credits, tax relief for their R&D. That's what that's all about, is people trying um, yeah. new and, and different things. Because we don't um, move forward. We don't progress unless we try yeah. uh, different things. We can strike lucky uh, yeah. sometimes. Um, so that's there's a quite a nice... Um, synergy there really because yeah. I think some people so um, terrified of, of failure can be debilitating yeah. um, and Jeremy Jacobs obviously speaks very well yeah, on this absolutely. Um, absolutely. Uh, so yeah I, th- I think sort of once you can get ov- over that uh, fear and it's probably the way that hopefully less so now but it definitely probably when we were kids like failure woo, yeah. I remember like failing a maths exam when I was at you know, I don't know, ten at school. And I was in floods of tears. Yeah. That was the most important thing <laughs> in the world, but um, important, but not the most important <laughs> thing in the world. Yeah, it's, it's still like okay, no, I've spoke quite a lot on on here recently about education and how we're measured and what that looks like. Oh, still, that, no, you know it's so broken our education system and the way that we're tested and it even like you say you go back a few years even look at you know people with neurodiversity and those type of issues that maybe just absorb content or learn in a completely different way to to other people and there's not you know the the, the curriculum doesn't necessarily allow for that so mm. now i look at again i'll refer back to luke but luke, we've got twins today we Obviously, there's that comparison because they're the same age and they're growing up together. But you know, and academically, Sienna's really doing quite well. We've got her report, and it's great. Luca has sort of come back, and oh, Sandy's a little bit behind. And I'm like, at seven years old, that frustrates me a little bit to go. He's behind because he sat some uh, a sat test that didn't perhaps do quite as well at. And I'm like, he's seven years old, and he just. He's it's so just a creative. Snapshot in, yeah. in a moment. He might might have been having an off day. Yeah, you know, no, there's just, yeah. so many factors. Yeah. And I just that really like I, 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 I listen to you talk. And I think it's great, like you say, like the encouragement to to for, for me personally for, for to teach the next generation that it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to yeah. to fail, like you said, because I think we uh, it wasn't like that when we was at school and it was you know this is the process and this is what you but I just think we need to encourage that so much more and that it's okay to make their mistakes and fail because but learn from them it's the learning that's the key key element I guess isn't it that you learn from their mistakes learn from your failures and that's how you take that absolutely I don't I'm not saying that people should ignore their weaknesses there there are some things you'd ideally want to get up to a certain uh, standard I'm keen to just talk about we've gone through the process of you with the um from from the airline and then i want to talk obviously in 2014 you and your brother uh, let's talk mm. a little bit about that and obviously starting the, the business eagle and beagle and t- talk to me a little bit about that what was the sort of what was the inspiration about starting that business together or, or going into that t- tell me a little bit about that yeah so t- to give a bit of a backstory uh, to that yeah. um so it probably helped sort of pick up around about university time, and yeah. I suppose I had sort of some self-awareness back at university time that uh, I didn't really know what I wanted to be when I grew up. Mm. Uh, not 
not sure I still do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you a When I'm a big boy. Me, you and no. me both. <laughs> when we grow up, we can decide. <laughs> um, uh, oh, I've done it again. I've distracted myself. But you, but, um, you're saying at university you, you wasn't sure what you wanted to do. And yeah, so uh, in terms of choosing the course, I did um, ancient history. Um, okay. Because at school, in the sort of relatively limited curriculum, that's the thing I enjoyed the most. Yeah. And I found that, okay, if I, I tend to do better at things that I enjoy yeah. and have got me um, engaged. Yeah. Again, I'm going off a slight segue, so you might have to bring me back in yeah. here. <laughs> I think sometimes maybe people think, oh, someone's got ADHD, um, so it just sounds like they're spoiled. But you know, they just put the big boy pants on and um, and, and crack on. Yeah. Um, but there is, pre- there is a kind of there's a really strong sensation, um, a, a much bigger. It becomes pretty much a physical hurdle to 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 do things. Just the way I don't know in, in any great detail the way yeah. the brain's uh, sort of wired slightly differently. Um, so. Yeah, so I, t- I suppose yeah. Going back to that, I had self awareness that you know, do, do something I enjoy, then I can sort of figure it out from there, yeah. and uh, and um, you know, sort of at least with a course like that, it um, probably helps to develop critical thinking more than it does yeah, yeah. Um, at, at school. And I think yeah, I, mean, I think people generally be a lot happier if they um, could uh, sort of felt better prepared to critically analyze what. You know, at the moment, what yeah. Rishi Sunak and uh, Liz Truss yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Are, are saying. Um, um, so yeah, so uh, during that time, also because uh, okay, this is where I'm coming from in terms of what I, th- I wanted to do. I seriously thought there was a chance I could become a Formula One driver, and I started late. <laughs> really? <laughs> but um, you know, in in my mind, yeah. I was I, I was I was pretty certain. Uh, <laughs> so, um, I was very fortunate um, that I was able to race in the Caterham uh, series. So, Caterham is a car that used to be made by uh, Lotus, and they, they had really cra- cracking little cars. They look really old-fashioned, mm. but they go like the clappers. Um, and I did uh, so. In, yeah, two thousand. I graduated um, the uni in two thousand one, uh, doing the series, um, and. Again, lots of there's just so much experiences to uh, lessons to be learned yeah. during that. I was uh, trying to prove myself at, at the beginning and crashing left, right, and centre. Then, because I, I've sort of uh, bruised my confidence, I went right to the back of uh, the grid. Wow. Uh, and then it took a, a, a mentor um, going around on the track, following them, building up, building up, and. Uh, and just building up confidence, rather than skill level um, improving hugely, it was the confidence. Yeah. And then, almost overnight, I was fighting at the front uh, wow. of the pack. So, uh, the mindset that was a big, uh, yeah. uh, big lesson uh, there. And I think uh, it's probably wise thing uh, when people are growing up. They think. Eh, this is a good lesson to write down these notes because yeah, it's so easy yeah, to forget yeah. them at crucial times. But so, but after that, I thought, oh, maybe Formula One might be a bit of a long shot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, it's never too late. <laughs> <laughs> I went then because uh, my dad um, was a, a barrister. Well, okay. Um, and he said, "Well, you know, law. You know, everything revolves around law, yeah. uh, essentially, uh, to one uh, degree or another." Um, so you can study law, then become a solicitor who specialises in um, motorsport. Um, and uh, even though that sounds un- unlikely, I did actually do some work experience for a, a firm, and I was uh, going through these, the, the case, uh, this Formula One uh, case to do with the Jordan team that shows how long, long ago it was. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I went off to, to, to law school, but again, it's like, self-awareness thing yeah. like f- trying to fit in this is I feels like what I should um, be, Some, be like, doing almost like maybe your parents expectation of what or other people's expectation of what you potentially should do or yeah yeah and then yeah just realising that okay I don't know what is different but these guys seem to uh, to sink in uh, these uh, case precedents and things like that, the, the dates and the, the you know, um, Smith versus Brown, uh, <laughs> 1892. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that was, yeah, that was a bit of a, a bit of a challenge. Um, coursework was weirdly all right, because I do that, you know, when the pressure builds up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I had to do it, and I had to just, like, focus. So yeah, yeah. I can sort of use that kind of... Uh, that sort of hyper focus, um, uh, sort of plus side of, of uh, uh, the ADHD uh, side of things, and and get get something uh, okay. done. Um, but that's interesting, isn't it? You, you, like, like again, back to the education. We dip back into that. But about how some people do, they can rather than sit in an exam where they're under that pressure don't respond as well to that necessarily. And other people will over coursework and stuff. Will do any anything based around that will excel in because they mm. haven't got that time pressure in regards to, you know, three hours in a room doing a, answering those questions and got to remember X, Y, and Z, whereas the coursework process, people just, again, how you learn, how you how you perform better in that, in that way. And I think so many more people perform potentially better in that way, but the, again, the curriculum's not set up for that, is it? That's <laughs> it, Ab- absolutely. Um, so, yeah, on, on that course, I I got like the equivalent of two ones, and in dissertation. Don't even surprise myself. Got got a first. Amazing. Uh, in Amazing. that, so you but actually finished law school. You that you mm, depends how you uh, quantify uh, that. <laughs> I was there the whole time, <laughs> but then the exam results came through. I had never seen exam results like it, and I suppose I'd sort of push myself to the extreme of trying to make myself do something a i was not that motivated yeah. by um and which probably d- d- just didn't play to my my strengths yeah. there might have been a way of, of doing it of figuring um a, a way out but i just thought okay you weren't obviously working hard enough um or this isn't for you so it, it, i was more sort of putting it on me rather than what you know sort of learning environment or yeah. what uh, how can I sort of make this possible? So that was, even though I was never in love with doing this law course, yeah. um, it's still that that yeah t- that knocked um, the confidence uh, a bit uh, for sure. 
uh, so see, did you fail that course or I did yeah. yeah I think the exam results were like between 15 and 19 or 20 percent things like that. So I'm not even sure I spelled my name right yeah. <laughs> on the front of the paper I think you get a few yeah. percent for that yeah. <laughs> I've had a couple yeah. of them in the past uh, I think I've got an N in one of my A-levels, which was you nearly passed, but not quite. So, okay, thanks. Uh, thanks for the encouragement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was nearly there, but I just worked. To, if I had spelt my name, I might have got there. But yeah. anyway. So after that, there's a bit of bumbling um, uh, about, uh, yeah. really, and um, kind of marketing uh, roles, very sort of junior, part-time yeah. um, marketing roles. Um but um, t- but something kind of uh, came out the out the blue, um, and it's ever since then it's made me really appreciate the power of of networking, yeah. and also conversations uh, as well. Um, I think because uh, I think the yeah, networking by some people who pr- probably don't do it, yeah. um, maybe think it's just people just sort of selling to each other, rotating around a room, yeah. just. Uh, yeah, you know, exchanging um, business cards without yeah. listening to what the other person's saying. Um, yeah. But I'm, I, I think, that especially in Brighton, that, that's uh, that's rarely the case, and uh, it's, it's a lovely um, environment for uh, yeah. for networking. But going back to my point, my dad was a chiropodist in the Haywards Heath, yeah. and uh, because I kind of you know made him aware of the sort sort of things I'm looking at, and I'd, I'd like to do. So I'm in my early twenties now. Um, and uh, so he was, you know, having his feet uh, done um, by this lady, and um, she's talking about her daughter, and she works for this um, big London agency, uh, and um, gets the phone number um, of, of the daughter. This, you know, realise oh, they've got kids, um, children, yeah. um, kind of interested in the same thing. She's a bit further down the line. Um, so I eventually I pluck up the courage to ring uh, this number and um, she says yeah we've got a division um, that sort of exclusively works in Formula 1 um, <laughs> uh, sponsoring the Honda so right the, the client was um, Lucky Strike well, okay, so okay. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's a uh, um, yeah, not without it. Um, people might sort of think uh, that's brave. Yeah, Talking yeah, yeah. about working yeah, for a yeah. uh, c- cigarette company, um, but uh, at the at the time they were uh, phasing out from owning uh, the uh, uh, Formula One team yeah. um, to becoming title sponsors, and then uh, after two years they, they, they phased out. But anyway, so going back to what she said, she said is that something to be of interest yeah. I think they're looking for someone for work experience at the moment it's like bloody hell yeah. sign, <laughs> sign me up straight yeah. away and then um, uh, yeah I think it was so it was the summer 2004 and then in 2005 uh, just over Christmas they had asked me back uh, and um, yeah, that, yeah that was that was awesome a, absolutely a like experience. a pig in, pig in muck yeah that's crazy. So you come like just trying to piece it together. So you coming out. Good luck. The, the but no, it's great. To, that's what I mean. Like you come, like you come out of the obviously law school, not with a with the qualification, knowing that that's not going to be the path that you want to go down. The whole formula one thing is something you know 
that obviously excites you and wanting to be involved in that world in in some way because of the past and then like you say one of the key things taken away is that and listening to the different things that you've done in the in your career is that you're open to opportunities I think and that's yes I think that's got to be for entrepreneurs that listen and and startups but people in general like I I often use the phrase on here that I've feel that life's an opportunity so Mm. you know I I often say yes to things and go I don't know why I've said yes to that but I'll figure that out later because if you can grab those opportunities you never know where that can go and I think but to be in that position you've got to be open-minded to that like like you say so those conversations again back to networking and what that looks like there where if you go into that room just with an open mind and that's an absolute mind, mindset um i've read simon sinek's the power of now obviously that in a, uh, is super helpful yeah. I, I found that really um helpful um business wise yeah but i think this is other book the um infinite game which oh, is okay. all about the infinite mind mindset and yeah, yeah. absolutely I've just, yeah do see People are physically limited by, as in not the like physical movement necessarily, yeah. but um, their their mindset. So uh, yeah, just little things in life maybe realize. Well, if you sort of set a goal yeah. for something, and uh, you're open to opportunities, then know exactly how you're going to get there, or even if you're best. Uh, qualified to achieve that goal um that positive mindset and um visualization um uh is 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 so helpful i suppose there's also an element of confidence um self-belief as well self-belief that's that's a much better way of yeah putting it i think that's it i think it's ultimately if you've got that open-minded growth mindset and and ultimately whether it be confidence whatever that is but ultimately self-belief that you know I believe I can do that and that just opens and even if you like you said I think what's great in listening to you even if things haven't worked out or haven't gone in a direction you go you know what we're sitting here having this discussion right now and we're talking about different experiences you've had in your life and that's that's something quite special isn't it because it could be that we're sitting here having a conversation where you maybe in a job for 20, 30 years. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that either. Some people really yeah. love that and that's great for them. But isn't it great that you are able to do that and look at all the different experiences that you've gone through and that's brought you to... And all all those experiences, you've taken little bits from them, little learnings, and hence the role you're in now, that you're flourishing and do well because of those experiences as well, did you? Yeah, I think my current bank account might be slightly uh, full <laughs> if I'd <laughs> stuck with uh, one thing and sort of uh, um, sort of dilig- diligently yeah. um, going about that. Um, okay, yeah, I think that's probably one of the lessons I've learned um, along the way that there's also a real power to showing up. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it, 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 none of this is like... Uh, mind-blowing stuff that which no one's said before and i think i'm probably paraphr- paraphrasing someone um so whoever said it uh, <laughs> uh yeah i've forgotten your name but well done um, <laughs> we'll use it <laughs> is it oh now I've, I've got what the phrase uh is um no that really has gone now but that was all that was it yeah so I think it is really 
important that thing about um, like showing up um, con consistently, um, because in anything like with with marketing mm. uh, or networking or um, playing a, a, a musical instrument, um, I think yeah, sort of having that sort of vision of where where you want to get to, mm. and just trusting. Um, in yourself that you're going to get better uh, at it. That combined with you know, focusing on your strengths as well. Yeah. The two kind of uh, big learnings I think I've had from 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 everything. So it, it's been really in, interesting, uh, frustrating uh, yeah. as, as well, but really interesting. Some you know pretty uh, unique um, uh, experiences uh, along the way. Uh, meeting some you know, really interesting people. I mean, that's probably is you know, the uh, the best part of uh, working in, in different industries, sectors, uh, yeah. completely different types um, of people. But um, while everyone's different, also realizing people are people, and um, yeah, appreciating people for who they are, uh, and yeah. um, not uh, not whacking labels. Um, uh, on people's that's so easy to do and it's easy for the yeah. brain to go right put put a label on you and now i can file you yeah. <laughs> in that spot sometimes it's really handy it's and we, we need we're, to do that we're still but, adamant to do that aren't we we still straight away we go you know want to put people in a box and and that stereotype and it's it's because of how we're programmed to think that way aren't we we go okay getting back to gender and whatever it is boy or girl and that's got to be how it is and you've got to do that and I think you, you know it, it, you go through I guess you go go through life and where society is so adamant on having to put people in these boxes and it's so and like you said net, yeah. from networking you can or go in if, but if you go in with that open mind that no judge a book by its cover you don't put that person in that box and you just get to know that person who they are then that's where the magic happens I guess absolutely and I've got a funny feeling about 20 minutes ago, you asked me a question I still haven't answered yeah. <laughs> about Eagle and Beagle. Got, we, <laughs> <laughs> let's come back to that. Let's come back to that. <laughs> I love it. We go, so, yeah, Eagle and Beagle. Talk to me about that. Talk to me about that with your brother, video production, 2014. How did that come about? What did that start? Talk to me about that. Okay, so my brother, George, yeah. um, uh, about five years younger than, than me. He's a, a talented filmmaker yeah. uh, and um, uh, commercial film director. He also, to, to that point, mainly he'd done um, short uh, films, um, some uh, prize-winning short films, more on the sort of uh, the creative, artistic uh, side. And I was getting a little bit um, bored of the routine of... Um, with uh, flying in terms of the, the cabin crew side of things, R really enjoyed it. But I just had that feeling. My time, you know, was, you know, I, I, yeah, I'd done done, done that bit. So, and it's never what I set out to do. Yeah. Uh, even though I've, I've really enjoyed it, made some great friends. Um, it's, uh, yeah, that it wasn't sort of yeah what from the beginning I thought yeah that's what I want to do. So. Um, I was speaking with with George, and we came up. I think it was in, in the pub. Um, that's the best. All the best ideas happen in the pub. Always, always. <laughs> um, I'm thinking, well, 
what what can we do together? How can, how can we help um, each other along? And again, it's going back to that. You know, what are our what are our strengths? Yeah. Um, I've come from this um, communications and um, background and understanding of brand values. Um, the, the, I think the really uh, important school for me was with, with Lucky Strike, such a strong, yeah, strong sure. brand, and uh, being very clear uh, on on their values and. Uh, uh, well, yeah, values. It's yeah, yeah. inverted commas. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> They're a brilliant company to yeah, yeah. to work for. Um, um, so, yes. So we thought that with his kind of like technical and artistic, he basically um, he had a very uh, good broad knowledge of video video production. Whereas yeah, I was sure. more on the marketing side. So it seemed seemed like a really good fit. Yeah. So we came up with the uh, idea. Eagle and Beagle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the eagle takes in the like the the, the bigger picture, yeah. uh, and the beagle like sniff, sniffs out the detail. Also, mm. I suppose like on the technical side, you can have the, like there's the wide shot and the you know the tight in yeah, detail like shot. It, yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's kind of story nice. with that, and also um, memorable uh, yeah, 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 yeah. as well. So that like well, okay, we'll, we'll go, we'll go for that. We then. First, <laughs> we first met, wasn't we? When you was doing, I think you were filming with Gav. At, that's right. Seven, um, and that's what yes, yeah, where we sort of first met and and doing the video production side. So. But because you that was six years or so you you together doing that, wasn't you? It was, yeah. Um, and then, so it, it was successful, yeah. and um, really proud of, um, excuse me, um, a lot of the projects uh, uh, we did, and um, there's one of our favourite. Clients, um, lots of favourites, but one yeah. particular favourite was a company called Breakthrough Funding. Um, what was great about them is they employed us and realised that we knew what we were doing, yeah. and they trusted us to get on get on with with the job. Uh, and sort of they they um, you know we we work with them. We're listening listen to what they want to achieve yeah. and what what they're all about. And so based on that. Uh, approach and listening to them that this is what we suggest they said great go for it yeah. um, and but I, I met um, uh, so uh, uh, name is now she's got married Susie Warren Smith CBE a networking event where she saw us um, filming wow, um, so we're filming testimonials for this networking organisation but um, anyway so we, we worked for them and that worked really yeah. well we'd started roughly about the same time as yeah. this company um, and uh, what was really nice about uh, that teamwork uh, together and that, and that trust um, was it, it was great for us. Yeah. Um, people loved the video we did, but also um, they really liked it and it's it good for them as yeah. well. And um, the, the leadership team of, of Breakthrough Funding, as it was then, yeah. um, said um, uh, it definitely played a, a factor uh, in being able to uh, sell it to an organisation uh, like EY, the global wow. uh, company, um, wow. acquiring a boutique uh, Kent-based R&D tax relief uh, consultancy. Wow. Um, so, yeah, definitely not claiming all the credit, um, but um, it, it was wow. it's very, or it's very either very sweet or very kind or um, very nice and to pass on yeah. uh, the fact that it, it had. Uh, 
let's just say a fact. I don't know what percentage, but um, that, that was that uh, that was great. That's interesting. So, so, so I'm clear. So the, the 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 people that you filmed for that then EY then bought them out, and then that's, so was that the link then for you to get involved with EY? That's how that come about, is it? It is. Yeah. Yes. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. So Eagle and Beagle. Um, is, is still going, and George yeah. is doing uh, a, a great job yeah. uh, there, and he, he's, he's building up a, um, a super team of mm. experts in, in their field, and he yeah. sort of like conducts them um, excellently. Um, whereas, yeah, after six years, yeah, it prob- I probably stayed maybe a little bit longer than uh, I should have done. Um, but again, I didn't, no uh, regrets. But lockdown, that kind of brought uh, a lot of work. Uh, well, a lot of it was cancelled. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, was that was the, obviously the lockdown side of it was was that probably one of the biggest challenges over the six years? As soon as that hit, uh, with things being cancelled, or, or, or talk to me about some of the challenges over definitely. Six but years, going back to that opportunity, where and I think there's thousands, uh, probably millions, of businesses around the world who did a similar thing and thought. Right. Let's take stock. Yeah. What are we going to do next? Yeah. Um, because you can get so caught up in being busy, yeah. um, which also there's a, a thing with uh, ADHD. You can be stopping and starting attention, going uh, to one thing, and then it being uh, caught something else. You can find yourself being really busy, yeah, uh, but yeah. thinking. Am I getting nearer to my (laughs) (laughs) what I'm trying to achieve here? I push the needle on, Um, so it gives the opportunity to sort of take a step back and have a look. And um, so, are are we doing what we want to do? Are we doing it for the people we want to be doing it for? Um, Are we focusing on our 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 strengths Um, and you know looking at mission values, um, all that really empowering stuff, and just making sure that's really rock. Solid. Yeah, sure. Um, that, that was really useful process to go through, uh, and um, but what we realised is we were not quite on the same page, and we thought it might be what was potentially it not sort of not yet reaching sort of the potential it could have yeah, done sure. in this time. Um, so yeah, I felt uh, time for a bit of a bit of bit of a change so instead of like the sort of taking a look uh working on the business is like right i need yeah. to work on myself so, now yeah yeah, yeah 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 sure sure um so a very patient uh uh girlfriend um allowing me that time to yeah sort of get get myself um together uh and sort of think what i want to do and right. sustainability uh is a massive uh, thing for me sustainability environmental and social because yeah, sure. uh, they go absolutely um, hand in hand yeah. um, so because it's something we'd explored is becoming a, a B Corp um, you know, a company that puts people and planet before profit yeah. um, and I'll come back to that there's yeah. a networking link there yeah, <laughs> as yeah, well yeah, sure, sure. Um, and it's like people like Gavin Search7 yeah. that purpose led uh, way of doing things are oh, yeah. just really resonated with me it's like yeah. business doesn't have to be just for the sake of Making for the sake of it yeah, yeah, um, yeah. it can be about more and that um, I think Maslow's hierarchy of needs that sort of that that purpose that, yeah. that meaning is really important um, and you can see why because it's hard to explain how it feels yeah. but it, 
it feels good yeah, <laughs> when you're doing things for a reason. Do you, do you think? Do you think there's been a shift since since COVID as well around the people's values around that and what they sort of look at about within business as a whole, looking at looking at, at the business and how they can be more purpose driven. Do, do, do mm. you think people's mindsets have changed more, or was it just a bit of a phase and then people have still? ultimately it's all about that bottom line and, and the financial gain. What, what are your thoughts about that? I think more and more as the pressure builds and more and more signals that the, the planet is giving mm. and it's going to realise that it, well, not in our lifetimes that it can never be a fad. Yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of the uh, there is a little bit of a fixation on just climate change which it is damn important, yeah, yeah. but also um, there needs to be more uh, focus on uh, biodiversity and how important that is. We really do know not know much in the grand scheme of things yeah, yeah, yeah. about uh, biodiversity and um, you know, how even things like the soil uh, supports us and uh, what happens when that sort of breaks down. So, um, so therefore, I think the priorities will will change and then I, so I think automatically people realize we have to work together have to collaborate um and that there's there probably won't be any room for companies which don't have i mean it, this, it can vary massively i mean yeah, purpose yeah. is different things different people but i think for a myriad of reasons um there's no space for there will be no space for companies that don't don't have a purpose. Yeah. So we can't really waste any any energy, sort yeah. of literally in terms of electricity or yeah. oil or gas, um, but also in terms of uh, people working in in silos as, yeah. as well. And um, uh, so I think the more sort of open people are around purpose, more people can identify with those with, with purpose, and that brings people together yeah. as well. It kind of makes it more of a uh, excuse the phrase ecosystem yeah, and yeah. like a brain that's functioning uh, well it's, it's all you know talking yeah, <laughs> to, no, e to each other absolutely. rather than you know sort of miles off down a down a cul-de-sac uh, operating on its own so yeah um, again you, you know there's this human condition at the center uh, of it yeah, so uh, I think that you know fads because people lose um excitement motivation but yeah. there's so much to do I don't think I completely agree I, I guess more my point is more around the whole that that companies ultimately as a whole of and people as a, as a whole we're, we're looking at it's not financially based things what we're trying to do and what we do in life is not always based around that finance you, you sort of oh, alluded yeah. it to it to it earlier around you know I might have more in my my bank balance if, if, mm. if I hadn't have done so many different things and I'd stayed in one thing but ultimately when we're on our deathbed we can't take that with us anyway Absolutely. so yeah. I'd rather have no money in my bank account when I'm on my deathbed potentially but look back at all the experiences I've had and purpose of difference I've made potentially whatever that looks like but th those experiences they're the things that we'll be hopefully remembering and I guess that, that, yeah. The, 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 yeah, the main point is looking at how as individuals as businesses that, that we're more so around purpose driven than we are 
yeah. find interesting. I, I personally have seen a, even for myself, but certainly people I talk to on the podcast and and businesses as a whole, that conversation is more shifting towards that, and it's been more so. I think escalated since since lockdown. Definitely, I think people had everyone, even if it's not sort of business related, chance to sort of sit back and sort of um, take stock a little bit. And also, it's really nice when nature sort of starting to get a bit closer mm. as well. Um, like built up areas, hearing bird song yeah, yeah. Uh, more, and um, even sort of uh, was it in Australia or New Zealand, or it might have been close to home with the goats and sheep starting to come yeah, into yeah. the town centre. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, maybe an opportunity to get out in nature a bit more because that's so important. Yeah, is that because I think we've sort of othered ourselves yeah, yeah. Um, from from nature, but we we are like it or not, we are part of it. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, what's really exciting about uh, the future is that, um, ironically, we can probably use technology. To bring ourselves closer yeah. uh, to nature, um, and therefore it's, it's that relationship, that yeah. relationship that people have with with nature. Because um, something that you go into uh, speaking with um, Ben Bennett, uh, yeah, Second yeah, Voice, yeah. about this, and depending, it depends on where you live. But some people, it's something you go and see at the weekend, once a month, or yeah. when you go on holiday, um, yeah. and it's very much a, a separate. Things. So I think that relationship's built up more seeing the beauty. Because I think at the heart of everyone, actually, the most beautiful things I find in the world are natural things or yeah, things yeah, which yeah. very closely reflect nature, yeah. like a, a Ferrari 250 GTO or something. The reason why <laughs> is such a gorgeous car uh, to, to look at is because it probably reflects the kind of the natural shapes in, in, in nature. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and, but also they don't have to be separate. It doesn't, uh, that's another thing which uh, I think sort of um, sort of in, in in society is that kind of polarization. Yeah. We're seeing like with uh, in politics at the moment, it's either a left wing or the right wing feud on things. It's either that's completely right or it's completely yeah. uh, wrong. Again, about the left wing, right wing boxes where we want to. Yeah, I think that things. that was it. It's it was on fluid. Abs- absolutely, and it's not sort of um, uh, you know that labels of people who care about the environment, the hardcore um, lefties, called you know, st- yeah. stumpy or you know. It's but also what's quite interesting about a lot of. Um, B Corps, who I believe the ma- the majority are are doing it for the uh, the right reason. But also, profit's not a dirty word. More success help, helps you to have more yeah. impact, and um, especially at, at the moment, um, it gives people uh, the reason to get behind uh, a brand uh, as well. So they probably have um, better long term relationships with their suppliers. Yeah with their uh, customers because it's more than just about uh, who's the cheapest yeah because yeah. um, you don't mind sometimes paying like people who've got and I think that's that's the key like you said profit's not a day where you can put prices at what they are or whatever mm. but people will generally work maybe they will look at them what, what will people will be looking at it's not necessarily about the price it will yeah. be about what values they've got as a company and, and where they are because yeah. that's the company I actually want to be associated with and work with 
I am I am paying more than the other, the person over here, but the values that they've got align with what we are as a company, and that's where I think yeah hopefully the world's going. Absolutely, um, and uh, yeah, it's therefore uh, interesting. Some of these companies are actually doing really well. Yeah, yeah, uh, of course, yeah, yeah. Financially, um, so that's a yeah, that's a real yeah. um, real positive, and also the fact that um, uh, with uh, the sustainability uh, side of things, um, that uh, it, it's sort of changing the narrative uh, mm. as well uh, yeah, yeah. about it because I think at the moment it's about we've got to stop doing this stop doing that yeah. no let's do what humans have always done brilliantly and innovate yeah, yeah, and yeah. find new ways of doing things there'll be things um, uh, going on on the moment uh, the, the, or technologies appear in five yeah. ten years time like quantum computing yeah. uh, is universal quantum uh, Sussex based uh, business yeah. uh, that could completely change uh, the world so it's not to get, give up keep going because those yeah, like yeah. going back to what you said about opportunities those yeah. opportunities um, they have faith they, they will yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the yeah, world arise and it could be a really yeah. beautiful you know like um, uh, just more sort of I think biophilic is the, the phrase for sort of um, uh, architecture construction which is sort of more that one um, with with nature as yeah. well, you know, like sort of uh, grass roofs, and yeah. uh, that's probably a terrible example. But yeah. you know, it, 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 so the future doesn't have to be sort of one of uh, uh, de- a total um, deprivation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think you're right. And I, yeah, look, it's, it's obviously something like listening to you talk, and uh, as we have in the past, I guess something like you said that you're you're passionate about and I guess you must see a lot of especially from an innovation point of view within the within EY and the, the breakthrough incentives and from the R&T tax point of view but the, the companies that you're exposed to or you're trying to help are, are these people that are trying to make change and innovating in, in that sort of way absolutely and that's why I, I can help all sorts of innovative companies but yeah. I tend to focus because you can't sort of talk to everyone all no, the time no, no, and of course, have yeah, any yeah. impact so um, I concentrate um, particularly uh, on sustainable uh, com- people trying to do companies trying to do things more sustainably, green technology companies, clean technology companies, mm-hmm. uh, so involved with sort of yeah, hydrogen, uh, wind power, solar, mm-hmm. uh, but also all the software that enables uh, that uh, as well. So it feels really good to have a positive impact yeah. there as well. And um, beyond that, um, Another ex Brighton uh, resident called Adam Bastock, small ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. he's doing a great job of helping smaller businesses to identify the areas they can become more sustainable. Um, so he has a, a event, monthly events um, around the country, yeah, around the UK. Right. I think even now, like spreading out around the world, People Planet Pint. So Love that. <laughs> Love that. So like people and uh, planet first yeah. and uh, a chat about that over a pint or two because <laughs> yeah. um, I, yeah, I've met Adam a couple of times uh, sort of online cause didn't he move up to Glasgow or Glasgow something? that's yeah. right yeah. Um, but yeah fascinating what he's done I think what, the key with it for me with the the small business side of it is so many businesses small businesses especially want to try and make a difference or have an impact but don't actually have a clue where to start and speaking Adam he was one of our guest speakers on one of our online events that we did previously and it was great to have that perspective on sometimes these little changes that you can make will really make a difference but 
he's putting processes in place to to give people that structure and that guide of how to help yeah. do that which is so needed isn't it because it becomes a little bit of a minefield and then people don't do anything because you go oh, I That's don't it. even know yeah. where to start overwhelm yeah, uh, yeah, kicks exactly in that, yeah. and then procrastination yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely absolutely yeah. um, I'm, I'm just keen just, I just want to take it back a little bit because I'm just keen that process of during 2020 of this making that decision to come out of the business and then and, and then obviously take you said you took a little bit of time out and and sort of reflected that did you see that as did you see that at that point as that you'd failed at that in any way like with the with the business obviously the business is still going so the business is successful but you as an individual game oh, I don't want to do that anymore I need to do something else and what was your mindset around there definitely because I during the that journey told myself can't fail um so yeah while it, it wasn't a, f a failure probably just hadn't um got to where uh, i wanted uh, to be uh, mm. with the business yeah um so yeah uh, yeah that was mixed mixed feelings it was tough because it was kind of like uh, a baby there yeah, as well you know yeah, sort of, of the it's sort of the the naming uh, side of things, and yeah. also the identity with it as well. That yeah, people meet uh, along the way. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that it, it was uh, was tough. Um. But but brave at the same time to look because what people do a lot. I mean, Jeremy is that, as, as you mentioned, we both know him really well. But mentions about uh, there's a lot of times that people we carry on going for so long, knowing that actually it's not the right. Thing for us, and I, mm. I, I always refer back to the salon when I closed that, and thinking I could have probably closed that quite a bit tighter. But I, I guess I always refer to it for myself that I, I always said I remember the day I walked in and closed it, as upsetting as it was, and devastating, and all the the negative stuff that comes with it. From the positive side of it, mm. I look, looked and, and I knew that for me, I'd given it everything I could, and I'd give it my best shot. Yeah. And that didn't, for me, didn't work out. I had to actually close the business so slightly different because, like you said, you created something that is still going and it's, you know, it was a successful business in that sense. And, you know, but hadn't got you to where you wanted but to, to actually take that decision to go, this is not, this is not right for me. I'm going to take a step back and I need to go on a different path. That's yeah. actually the positive side of it. Like you said, I can, un uh, that's why I was keen to understand your mindset because I can, I can appreciate potentially looking at it again because I've felt it myself sometimes that oh I've stopped another thing that's another thing and people going oh Sam's not doing that now he's going to go and do that Sam's not doing that now he's going to go and do that and uh, uh, do you do you get that feeling like because all that is is other people's expectations of, of me and not, I just identified that's not right for me now I'm going to take a different path and I think that's sometimes a brave thing to do you know yeah. Uh, yeah there's definitely all those feelings in there um but uh, it's just I don't yeah, didn't want to sort of get I want, wanted to have um, I suppose you know talking about <laughs> the deathbed side of yeah, things yeah. Um, I'd like to sort of yeah uh, as part of me I'd like to uh, achieve things to sort of make my folks uh, proud like anyone uh, does pretty much um, but also do, do you yeah, feel that they're proud of you now though? Uh, they say they are so i don't have to take that on face value yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um so yeah um very lucky with the supportive um parents yeah. uh that that i've got um 
because sort of, I, I appreciate that not everyone maybe can. Um, while it's not all been plain sailing, not everyone necessarily has got the, the same opportunity to try different things um, necessarily because yeah, sure. you know uh, needs needs must. Um, and it's definitely been part of needs must in some of my decision making. But that, yeah, there has been like the um, the racing side of things and um, fly. I appreciate um, uh, sort of the the privilege in those areas. Um, but also with that sort of comes um, sort of that sort of perspective. Trying different things that yeah, sort yeah. of. In, in different areas, it brings a, a different perspective, which I'm I'm really uh, grateful for. So yeah. again, I hope to have as you know, as much empathy for all different types of people and yeah. um, as, as possible, really. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it is interesting. I, I I actually it's really strange. Like listening to you talking and learning a little bit more about because there's so much about your journey that I didn't know, which has been great to to find out about. But li listening to you talking relating it I guess to, to myself and I'm the same a little bit with me all the different things I've sort of tried and uh, look and I, I, I still ask myself that question like my mum and dad will say they're proud of me but I, I, I personally my own belief in that is I question that I don't feel that like I've achieved what I wanted to or what I could do to, to make them proud if you know what I mean that sticks with me in my, where I am I guess yeah I one you shouldn't think too much about what other people think mm. um Probably Sam, if you could see yourself at other people, see what 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 you do, what you um, a achieve, then uh, uh, the risk of sounding uh, <laughs> creepy. Um, I think I think you'd appreciate that you've uh, achieved a lot. Yeah, yeah. that's very kind. I, and maybe I, I, like I say, I guess we we've got our own. But I think we've all got unfinished business. Got, yeah, we've got unf <laughs> yeah exactly that. I think that's it. This was not. Yeah. I think that like, we've all got our own and. Like, I remember talking to Joe Baldwin Trotwin on here. It was a really fascinating conversation with her, and and she was saying, "What, uh, you know, who are you trying to prove to? Where, where, mm. uh, is it yourself, or is it your parents? Is it your partner, or your friends, or whatever?" And I sort of been asking myself that question over the last few weeks, like since I interviewed her. Actually, I'm actually trying to prove to a lot of different people as well as myself and where I sort of sit on that thing. So it's, it's just interesting to see, like you say, it's been fascinating listening to the different things you've done and and and, and but still that thing of identifying actually that this is not right for me now. I need to go and do another path. I think that's such a brilliant, actually, that is a superpower and that's something <laughs> great to, to actually celebrate as well because I'd, I'd want my kids, to, look, at, I always talk about the kids, but I want my kids to do that. I'd love yeah. them to go... Not just go because it's it's sometimes easier to stay in that same on that same path than it is to go. This is not why I've got to go because that's a difficult path to take, isn't it? Yeah. So changing yeah. something completely different and going, I'm going to go and try something new now, is a difficult journey. And people, how many people will stay in that same job for years or carry on running that business for years just because it's the easier path? And yeah. Yeah. Thought of change can be quite yeah, quite yeah. scary, but. Uh, so in 2020, uh, I thought, well, yeah, sustainability. I want to have more specific knowledge. I've mm. sort of on LinkedIn written an article or two about, yeah, you know, my sort of thoughts um, on what is the new normal uh, and yeah, things like that. Yeah, Going to yeah, look sure, like sure, hopefully sure. something a bit um, more positive and rosier. Mm. Um, so I uh, 
again, this is slightly side of the impulsivity of ADHD coming <laughs> yeah, through. Yeah, yeah. Um, I signed up to the master's at Sussex uh, University uh, mm-hmm. in sustainable development. Um, and it, so there's going to be a part-time course um, uh-huh. over uh, two years. And um, but sort of quickly realized I've got to miss that human interaction aspect of it mm. and uh that was going to take me probably a bit more than 20 hours <laughs> yeah. uh, a week to do it so I wasn't going to leave a lot of time um for um to get get a part-time part-time job yeah. um so and, and again I sort of started to get a bit sort of um yeah breathless and and, and panicky about it and uh and so, so again, it was hard, but sort of sooner rather than later, I decided, no, this is not the right time now um, to do this and not to worry about um, oh, it's something else I've started uh, and, and not finished. Um, so, uh, so, that, so that was that. Um, but um, I went, I did, I did some webinar online I don't know if it's free or 10 quid or something yeah. um, and I, I can't unfortunately remember the name of the, the business that ran it but it's yeah. about career change yeah. um, and at the end it's, it's quite interesting but it was a bit sort of high level but at the end yeah. they said oh, if you tweet about this you'll get uh, uh, 20 quid off, a, off another event yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, I did that and then some from BBC Radio 4 uh, contacted me and said, oh, do you want to be on the radio in the morning, like about six o'clock in the, in the morning? Wow. So I do and I don't. Yeah. <laughs> but we I said can make them, it about at 9.30, that'd be amazing. <laughs> um, but I said, but, but what actually came out of my mouth was, yeah, sounds really good. Uh, so I yeah, yeah, kind of pushing yes myself now. into it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but really pleased I did, because again, it's, it, it's like that opportunity going on that webinar, then going on the radio show, another yeah, opportunity. There's someone... Uh, runs a business called Career Changes, Career, Career, something along those yeah, lines. Yeah. Anyway, and, and then I did one. So that was so it was an interesting experience. Yeah. Um, but I did one of their sort of uh, like a weekend uh, course, which got a little bit deeper into rather than just looking at CV and kind of like repeating the same yeah. thing over and over again. It's like what what makes you tick? What are you about? Where? How can you sort of uncover your superpowers? Yeah. Um, uh, as it were, what what skills are perhaps uh, transferable so you can get get started? So starting to imagine what would be an ideal role, really. Mm. And uh, I think there's got to be something to you know the book, the secret, uh, yeah. and things like that visualization. Because I think the fact of part of the exercise of writing it down, yeah. um, obviously, starts sowing the seeds in the head, gives you a bit more sort of clarity on where you want to get to. And that's when I had the conversation I caught up with uh, Susie Warren-Smith. Yeah. Um, uh, so she was the uh, uh, owner um, of Breakthrough Funding. Yeah. And um, um, she's saying that uh, EY, EY Breakthrough Incentives were looking for someone to help develop the business. Um, so essentially, uh, Surrey and Surrey and, and Sussex. Um, so because I knew the team... Like genuinely, yeah, I, yeah. I, this is not going to. I can because I'm employed by them. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, going to come yeah. across really naff. <laughs> but honestly, so um, 
And I told people at the time, um, they're, they're great teams. So it's a, yeah. a no-brainer. No Even though it's a new yeah. kind of sphere for me, I knew that it's going to be yeah. uh, uh, supportive. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it's been great itself. It's been a, um, a bit of a its own uh, journey. But yeah. uh, it's that visualization thing, thing about having a bigger impact and yeah. being able to, um, not that we do it, uh, um, uh, single-handed lots of companies that do yeah, sure. R&D tax relief and help companies get innovation grants and yeah, yeah, yeah. these other tax incentives um, but it's nice doing something which is really genuinely helping businesses uh, to grow and also more widely yeah. it's a know, small part but it's a part in you know, helping the, the economy um, yeah, 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 as sure. well because there's been a few things like Brexit Covid, uh, <laughs> all sorts of, of good stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, unfortunately, now with the global uncertainty with uh, the war in U- Ukraine, yeah. um, but you know, yeah, it, it's um, sort of there's so much good stuff in yeah. the UK. With I think it's uh, probably globally recognised as a really innovative uh, country as, as a whole, and there's yeah, something sure. um, in. In the, I don't know the culture or or the the, the genes and yeah. I don't know or just the sort of I don't know what it is but it sort of comes through in how awesome the things like you really see it in, in music the creativity yeah. here in business or uh, culturally yeah. is absolutely is amazing so yeah I've gone gone off on a wild tangent there yeah, but it's no, nice to be part of something um, yeah more sort of it's a micro, your value, it seems like from talking and, and understanding the, the values of the company and, and what you were sort of looking for at that time all sort of aligned and hence again yeah. opportunities present themselves whatever that looks like. It's, it's, what, what's fascinating is the, the link between as well between like the EY and, and the, the video that you did previously with the breakthrough incentives and that's what and now you're working on that, that cyclical thing is, is amazing like, yeah. again if you're a good person you come into things with an open mind. Opportunities present themselves, and like you said, the whole belief, visualization, and what that, that, that can present itself. Definitely. And what's nuts is, um, I know about six months a year in starting with EY, uh, they announced that. Um, so they already they, uh, so I say, paid, encourage people, and uh, it, it's free for. Yeah. I think any employee, as long as they sort of do other certain sort of smaller learning modules yeah. um, first, is to get a, an MBA. Um, so that that's awesome, in, I think, in terms of social yeah. mobility. Um, but also, you know, it helps the company yeah. get better. It's one of those just sort of holistic things which really yeah. works. But um, considering I'd, um, for different reasons, uh, quit the sustainable development um, masters uh, now um, you can enroll on um, so a sustainability masters oh, with, wow. with EY which again wow. awesome it's not something they shout about massively outside yeah. but it's a well a it shows it shows the importance of sustainability yeah. from the big four yeah, yeah, <laughs> accountancy yeah, yeah, sure. management consulting firms are uh, encouraging everyone to really uh, get yeah. get to grips with it um, but also it's nice their the, the values as well like yeah. practicing what they preach so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's fortunate and I think that's why breakthrough funding 
um, was acquired by EY because there was, if, if on that side of things, a, a matching of, of values as well. Because I think they had uh, a few suitors, um, yeah. and they felt that was the that was, that was the right one. Yeah. Look, to, we're sort of coming towards the end. I want to tell me what what, what does what does the future hold for you? Interesting. Um, I think it's probably still refining um, my purpose. Yeah. Um, that's an easy big word to just uh, yeah. spit out, but um, refining that um, and. Again, work and have the biggest impact. Yeah. Uh, I think just really working on that, and I think that sort of goes hand in hand with that self-awareness um, uh, journey, of which you know, with this uh, since this year, it's sort of stepped up uh, a gear, yeah. and um, so really sort of understanding uh, how I, how I work best, where, yeah. where my strengths are, and um, yeah, just sort of like honing in. Uh, on that really um, but um, in terms of uh, environmental sustainability social sustainability because yeah. Uh, yeah, without people feeling empowered to do things better for the environment yeah, then yeah, yeah, sure. does it, it's all, all, all together yeah. um, that's really important to me and yeah. uh, again that's a really easy thing to say oh, I, yeah, I love the planet yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, it's uh, it, it, I think, yes, yeah, when you see, uh, on the, or the, the more you learn about um, the, the changes we've got to, uh, to make and how that makes me feel, yeah. um, it all talks of different emotions. There's, yes, some, some anger there, yeah. there as well, if, uh, and, and also sadness with the, the, the so many uh, species yeah. um, that, that, that we've lost. Um, but the positive side of we are now uh, as uh, businesses, um, individuals, actually in a time in history where we are aware of, of what's happened, but we can do something uh, about it. And I think that's really, really exciting. And yeah. uh, uh, it's keeping, yeah, keeping positive yeah. and um, yeah, changing the, the, the story and, and, and the narrative. Yeah. Um, how we uh, collaborate, uh, communicate with each other about 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 these things, about sort of positive impact. Love that. And, and it, what's what's great to hear, it seems like what you know that your level of self awareness and, and something that that you're clearly p- really passionate about regarding the planet, and and you're in an organisation that's helping in that way, in in whatever small way that may be. You are you are having an impact by the role that you've got and your belief system in what you're trying to do and that aligns with the, the company values and what they're trying to achieve as well. Mm. So in that context, you're on that right path and ma- having an impact and making a change, which is quite a powerful thing. Yeah, yeah. and Which is awesome. Yeah, and at, at, you know, at some point I can sort of, yeah, help, help others. Yeah. Uh, at the moment I feel it's a bit uh, of a, a duty if I... What I learn on um, my sustainability journey is yeah. to communicate it uh, um, uh, as well as I, I can. Yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely. Awesome, mate. It's been great. Look, uh, we're, cu- we're coming to the end. I always finish with a, 
on this series, we'll finish with a couple of quick fire questions. So I'm going to ping these at you before we before Shoot. we wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, but first one, one piece of advice would you give to your 18 year old self? Hmm. One piece of advice. Crikey. Yeah, I've made a lot of cock-ups. So there's, there's a lot of different hey, different things. <laughs> I'm there with you, don't worry. <laughs> it's kind of themed around focus on your strengths. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's even a parable isn't there, in, the, in the, the Bible about uh, talents. Yeah, 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 sure, um, sure. So, and I think, yeah, to, to really focus um, uh, on those yeah. um, and... Then it's kind of cyclical. You, you enjoy that thing yeah. more. You get better at it. Um, and there's that. So I suppose that um, tied in with that is you're more more likely to turn up every day for that. Is that that consistency yeah, yeah. and that really powerful thing about um, it's like the, the compound interest. Like you know, yeah, with yeah. Um, investments, it sort of sort of seems to not be doing much, and then compound interest it starts to go yeah sure yeah shooting up like that warren buffett uh, talks about a lot um so yeah yeah, i think i think those those things go hand in hand and actually then in the future uh, you'd be grateful to yourself for following that advice yeah yeah love that okay cool um who has been your biggest inspiration throughout your journey and why it's it connected with his spirituality, yeah. Uh, but more the way it sort of just was George Harrison. I don't know, really? I don't know it just always seems to pop into my head when yeah. that question's asked. Um, but more recently, and I think I can get away with this now because yeah. she's left, that she's done with the acquisition, she's done her uh, sure. two years contractually, and now she's doing her own thing, her own uh, podcast, food talk podcast. Yeah. But Susie Warren Smith. CBE, who very much deserved to get uh, the CBE in the honours list uh, in January um, because she's not um, had it easy. She's done different things. So um, she's uh, worked in the creative industries, um, financial services, management um, consultant. um, She's also helped work with with charities. I think with her journey, she's really learned what what's important um, to her and these values really do go hand in hand uh, with business Um, and um, and so yeah she created it she kind of had a last throw of the dice um, and uh, using her uh, retirement uh, as it were maybe a bit more to sort of set up this company like doing R&D tax relief uh, rights um, and the way she went professionally about business, like even though there's just the two of them setting it up like it's a, a big business, all the foundations were right, employing on attitude yeah. um, and, and values. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, going against the grain, not caring about what other people think. And uh, rather than um, sort of taking the tax relief, let's be honest, yeah, yeah. it can be a bit dry. There's no wonder people... <laughs> Most people think it's not applied to them because research and development, what does yeah. that actually mean? Yeah, Tax yeah, relief. Yeah, sure. uh, but they call it cash for innovation. And just, there's all sorts of um, 
innovative ways they reach the market and it's actually communicating to people um, in a way which made made sense to them so yeah the adversity side of things I think she's written a book on it uh, yeah, uh, sure. recently so even sort of um, discrimination she's got through yeah. uh, coming from uh, uh, she said herself you know um, very humble um, uh, beginning yeah. beginnings um, she's ab- absolutely smashed it she's got the best of all these different um, experiences nice. and um, yeah she's deservedly done uh, really well but she's still um, uh, mentoring uh, people really um, helping them uh, to um, yeah achieve their um, potential nice. uh, so yeah it's re- really an inspirational lady yeah. so at the risk of yeah sounding yeah. like a whatever knows I've heard you speak about her before as well um, many times yeah. and yeah what a fascinating lady but uh, cool right, final one to wrap up could, could you recommend a business book or podcast to our listeners that has maybe had an impact on you and your career yeah so I'm a part of this sort of unofficial group called the ESG uh, collective mm. And people from different backgrounds focused on um, environment, social and governance, basically like uh, environmental, social, Mm. sustainability. And uh, I had a one-to-one chat um, uh, with this guy and uh, he gave me all these podcasts to listen to. I thought, well, I've got to find time to listen to these. Um, But I'm so glad uh, I did. Uh, One real standout one for me is John Richardson and the Future Noughts. John Richardson, he's, he's great uh, anyway, but just despite him hosting it, yeah. it, it is, he is funny. It, yeah, it is yeah, funny, yeah. but um, uh, the subjects they talk about is um, like the future of energy, the future of yeah. education. Um, and generally, it's sort of looking at how kind of screwed, that's the polite way of putting it, this phrase it slightly differently, we are. Uh, um, how do we get this screwed and how do we unscrew ourselves yeah. um, and generally it's looking at things from a really systemic uh, uh, point of view and how everything relates um, together yeah. uh, and it's a real real eye and they get some really interesting um, perspectives and from that you, you can see what different areas yeah. which uh, it, in, in industry, business, life which when these People start talking to each other. Incredible things um, can happen. You get that collaboration, um, and just the, the everything. We're ultimately all all connected. Uh, part of this sort of one system um, on on planet Earth. So let's embrace it and make the most of it. So that, that was the way right off track there again. But yeah, John Richardson and the Future Noughts. I love it. More way to finish. Love that. Mate, listen, thanks so much for coming on and listen, being so open and honest, especially around you know, ADHD and sharing, sharing your story, which I'm, I'm sure will hopefully encourage more people to speak about it openly and honestly and, and, and just sharing some of the challenges that you face as well along the way. And listen, it's been a brilliant conversation. Thanks for coming on, mate. I've, I'm so glad we finally got this in the diary and, and I've loved every minute of it. So, mate, thank you so much. It's been been awesome, real real privilege. Thank you very much. Because yeah, I, uh, listening and seeing the guests that you have on, that's uh, in in uh, pretty cool company. <laughs> so oh. I really appreciate that. Thank you. And um, yeah, I think I've, I've realised um, being defensive and not talking about things that's never really helped me. I don't yeah. think so. 
um, probably a bit cathartic uh, for me, but also uh, if I can help anyone, you know, if there's anyone um, listening to it and anything sort of resonated, um, particularly like on on the ADHD side of things, and they want to want to have a chat about it, I'd be be more than happy to do so. But thanks for the opportunity; it's been amazing. And that, sir, is a wrap. Thank you.